0: church man it is great to be back here with you singing praises of God amen yeah. it's Sunday our day. it's our fun that's right it's our fun day because every Sunday we have this opportunity as a church to gather and to sing his praises and celebrate life change through his son Jesus Christ we'll never get tired of that because that's who we're called to do Good morning to all of you who are joining us online, man. We love the fact that you are doing that, be able to step in. I love the fact that we have the technology to reach you and reach the world uh, through our online streaming or through our podcast with a message of hope. It doesn't just stay in this building, it doesn't stay in our community, we, are, we send out to the world that needs Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. You this morning who are with us that are new, welcome. Come on. what? Yeah, yeah, welcome. We love the fact that you're here. Welcome to Vertical Church. We hope that you feel welcome. We hope you feel wanted and that you'll come back and hang with us as we chase this life to live with and live for Jesus Christ. My name is Rich. I'm one of the pastors here on staff. I am stoked that you are here. We hope that you experience Jesus in a real way this morning as we walk through worship and his word. Church, Christmas is just a couple weeks away. Okay, so... Raise your hand and tell me if you're a little excited about Christmas coming. Come on, show me. Maybe. Those of you who are not raising your hands, what? <laughs> Christmas is a couple ways. So those are excited, okay. All right, now raise your hand and tell me who here is nervous because you still have some shopping to do. Okay, all right, you're with me. And the last question is this. Who here has not put their Christmas tree up yet? Don't raise your hand. Hang on. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. we don't. <laughs> We are called to love our neighbors as ourselves, even if you don't have your Christmas tree. All right. just want to throw that out there. Oh <laughs> uh, Yeah, Christmas is just around the corner. And uh, we have, as uh, Dania said, three Christmas Eve services coming up. I hope that you're planning to come and be a part of one of them. It's an amazing opportunity. You, you'll see it's at 2, 3.30, and 5.00. Uh, we're at candlelight service, pointing all to Jesus, celebrating the birth of our Savior. If you did not receive these invite cards last week when you're here, there are more piles of them out back when you head out today. Please grab them. Grab them and pray over them and, and hand them off to someone this week to invite them to come join us as we celebrate the birth of our Savior. Amen, church? Amen. All right. So Christmas is we're here, it's around the corner. This was the most wonderful time of year. The time of year, if you kind of look back and think with me, where the world tends to act a little different. The world tends to act a little different. The world tends to think a little bit differently. And maybe you see some opportunities And when you walk around and you have your eyes peeled open. The world actually starts loving a little differently this time of year. I can remember years ago, before way before Steph and I were met or were together, that I lived in downtown Ithaca, New York. And it would be Christmas season, and I would go out late at night and walk the streets of the city and just look at the Christmas decorations that are hung up all over the city. And, and it would be snowing because it always snowed in New York. Um, and we'd be walking around, but it was so calm and so peaceful. It was just, I looked forward to that time of year all the time because it just brings a new season into me. Bring it like, okay, ah, here it is. Here's the piece that we read about in Scripture. There's just something in the air during this time of the year. But why do we celebrate it? Why do we celebrate Christmas? Why does it affect us so much? And maybe the most important question we could ask this morning is, who needs it? Who needs Christmas? What is its purpose in our lives? What is its purpose in the life of the world? It's a question we've been digging into starting last week. And as we get through this series, Who Needs Christmas? And last week we dug into the scripture, we jumped into Galatians chapter 4, verses 4 through 7 or 4 through 8. And we had a conversation with God about he needed Christmas. It sounds very silly for us to say that God needed Christmas, but he did. God needed Christmas to fulfill his promise. God needed Christmas to to provide a way back to him. And this morning, we're going we're gonna to look at a bigger perspective. We're going to step back and look at things a little bit bigger than, you know, uh, than we normally do. Because sometimes during this time of year, we get zoned in on ourselves. We get zoned in on our own calendars. We get zoned in on our own list. We get zoned in on our own family. Oh, this is like a ding, 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 what I got to do, what I got to do, what I got to do. We do that all the time. So this morning, I want to I wanna pull us back. And maybe this, maybe this little clip here will show you what we're going to be talking about this morning. Hey, there we are. There's Vertical Church. Well, we're going. We're going for a ride. Hold on. Hold on. Hey, there's it. We got, there it is. Okay. Vincennes University, Fort Branch. There you go. Fort Branch. We're leaving. Hobstot, Oakville, Princeton, Oakland City, Vincennes, uh-oh, Terre Haute. Keep on going. Keep. On. There goes Indiana. Goes, did I say, oh, Canada, North. oh, hey. Boom. Who needs Christmas? The world. The world's. I know that's a little cheesy, but I had some fun doing it, so I thought <laughs> I'd share it with you. <laughs> the world needs Christmas. Who does? Who does? Let's get in this. Open your Bibles, if you would, to John chapter 1. John chapter 1, we're starting at verse 1 this morning, and if you grabbed an orange Bible on the way in, you will find it on page 723. John chapter 1, starting at verse 1, or 723 of the orange Bibles on the way in. Hey, if you grabbed that Bible, by the way, and you do not have a Bible of your own, please take it. That is our gift to you. And if you saw them and you don't have a Bible of your own and you want one, please take it. That is our gift to you. We desire for you to have a copy of God's Word in your hand. So John chapter 1. As we're getting into this morning, as you open your Bibles or open your Bible apps or whatever you use, John is one of Jesus' closest disciples. John did some serious life for Jesus for three years And if you read through the scripture, you see John witnessed Jesus in all his glory and the transfiguration on the mountain on top of the mountain. He saw Jesus perform all sorts of miracles. He ministered with Jesus. He broke bread with Jesus. John was there when the first communion of remembrance took place, which we're going to be doing this later this morning together. Man, there was a lot of John's life he spent with Jesus. And what he writes about Jesus in John in the book of John. Is rather remarkable and awe-inspiring when we come in and look at it as far as life and when it comes to Christmas. So if your Bibles open studying John chapter one, starting at verse one, it says, In the beginning was the word. The word is capitalized. And the word was with God, and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life. And that life was the light of all mankind. Light shines into the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Let's just stop here for a moment. There is so much truth in these three passages, in these five verses, that it's impossible for us to unpack this morning. We could, we could spend all day talking about the truth that God is revealing in these verses. In the beginning was the Word, Jesus. Jesus. In the beginning was Jesus. Jesus was with God. He is God. The Word was God. And you wonder why, church, that I, I talk about, say, you need to read your Bibles. Right? Read your Bibles. Because the Word is God. So do me a favor. You're going to think I've gone and lost my mind this morning. and, I, and I, Well, I lost it a long time ago. But do me a favor. Take the, whatever you're reading God's Word right now and put it in your hand. Hold it like this. Hold it like this. Whatever you're reading God's word is, hold it out. Now hold it up and shout, word! 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 Word. One more time, word! Word. You're crazy. (laughs) But this is the word of God. The word of God is why we should be in it, reading it, digesting it. It says in in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, that man is sharper than a double-edged sword. It pierces us. Right down to the bottom. the joint separating some stuff. Now, listen, I'm not a doctor. But when you talk about how it gets into the marrow of our bones, what he's talking about in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12 is that it gets so deep into us. I did some reading last night, which is very dangerous. <laughs> and the marrow, man, is life for us. The marrow, the bone marrow, produces red blood cells, white blood cells, platelets. Am I correct? Someone tell me I'm correct. Okay. And as you get older, it turns into yellow marrow, and it, keeps, it continues to sustain us. So the, the idea is that the word of God gets so deep in us to transform us to the very core of who we are to be more like Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So church, read your Bibles. But <laughs> well, that's a whole other sermon. Let's get back to what we're talking about today. <laughs> Look at verse 4. It says, in him was life. And that life was a light for all mankind. The light shines into the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Let's just stop there again. In Jesus is life. In Jesus is life and a light for all mankind. Friends, the the first reason we need to understand that the world needs Christmas is because the world needs the light. The world needs the light. It needs the light of Jesus. Jesus. See, I don't think I need to convince you that the world is a dark place. I don't think I need to convince you that there's things that take place in our world that makes our hearts sink, our stomach hurt, and that disgust us or frustrate us. I don't think I need to convince you that we look, watch what we see on the news, or people put on social media that just drives us absolutely nuts. Or if you actually still read the paper. There's things in there that are like, oh, my word, what is happening to our world? The truth is, the world that you and I are living in right now is not how God created in the beginning. See, God created in the beginning, what he created in the beginning was absolutely perfect. And in fact, it says in Genesis chapter 2, verse 31, when God was done creating all this thing, he said it was very good. But that's not the world that you and I are living in right now. Friends, sin entered the world and destroyed perfection. Mankind chose to turn their back on God, and it changed everything. Darkness became known. Darkness has grown and crushed God's creation and continues to crush God's people for generation after generation after generation. There is darkness in this world. Enter Jesus. Enter Jesus. The one who I say all the time changes everything. The one who is the light of the world. In the world there is darkness. Yeah, but the light came to point the world to a living hope. That's the reason we have lights on our trees. Right, That's the reason we have lights all over the trees, all over the auditorium, in your home and on your house. Those Christmas lights represent the light of Jesus. That's why the whole thing started. So when we're putting these lights up and turning these lights on, that is why it's not on today. <clears throat> when we chose to have a symbol of someone accepting Jesus, we chose a light. Because we want people to accept Christ as their Lord and Savior. We want to turn the light on because Jesus is the light. The world needs the light of Jesus. Because his light is the only light that overcomes darkness. And I love that John wrote this. As a, it's a reminder as to how he wrote It says, darkness has not overcome it. He is the light of the world and darkness had to overcome it because it's a reminder for me, reminder for you, church, that, that he's trying. Satan and all his minions are trying to bring more darkness into your world and take you down. He's trying to make the world so bad that you don't think that God exists. He's trying to make things so bad that you never think that Jesus can save you from it. The darkness is trying to overcome And God says, enter Jesus, the one who changes everything. Because God cannot be overcome. He cannot be defeated. Because God is still victorious. Amen. Continue reading. It says in verse 6, there was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that the light That Through through him that all may believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. Okay, let's stop there again. The world needs Christmas because the world needs the light of Jesus. The second reason the world needs Christmas is the, the world needs a witness. John came to be a witness. The world needs a witness. I love these verses again because they take all God has done all that Jesus is about to do, and puts it in a follower's hands. John, not the author of this letter, but John the Baptist, came to testify. Yeah. He came to testify. He came to point the world towards Jesus. In fact, later on, verse 29 of this, you see John, point, see John sees Jesus come down the road. Look what he says. Look! In fact, in certain translations, that look is translated as behold. We just sang a song about behold. Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Friends, John's sole purpose, John's Baptist's sole purpose was coming to be a witness. He was to testify. So there he is. There he is. He's the one who's going to change everything. I'm pointing my finger to him. I'm a witness of who he is and it's a pattern for those those of us who say we are following him we are to testify when john walked through this look at this when uh, you get to see this when jesus was born in luke chapter 2 classic christmas passage when jesus was born the shepherds who saw the lord's glory heard the proclamation of who Jesus is and why he came, and they went to see them for themselves, and after they saw the baby Jesus, guess what they did? They testified. They witnessed. Look at this in chapter 2, verse 17, 18 of, of Luke. It says, When they had seen him, they spread the word. When they saw baby Jesus, they went and turned around and spread the word concerning what they had been told about this child, and all who heard it were amazed And what the shepherds had said to them. They spread the word, and when they went back, it's my guess, they went by all they knew or all they traveled by, they told all they knew about this child, that the Messiah had been born. When the truth was revealed, they witnessed. When the truth was revealed, they testified. The world needs Christmas because the world needs a witness. Church, the world needs us to be a witness. Those of us who say we trust in Christ, believe in Jesus, we have surrendered our lives to him. Jesus entered our world and radically changed us from the inside out. He has called us to go be a witness. Go be a witness that our life is actually changing, that we look a little bit different than we before Jesus entered our life. Go to be a witness, telling people how he changes things in their lives. We're called to be a witness. Behold, The Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Christmas, the world needs us to be a witness. And I need to ask us, church, can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? Will someone testify Will someone testify that Jesus changes everything? Will someone testify to the world that needs Christmas that this day that we come in and we're going to celebrate like crazy and have a ton of fun, proclaim his name, is more than cookies and more than trees? Does someone needs to testify that Christmas is about eternal love and eternal life? Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! Yeah. We need to be the light of Jesus in all ways, with all people, Will we ring the bells and say Merry Christmas? We invite those who you know who don't have a relationship with Jesus to come. All those who cross your path, will you just invite them? Will you take the needed time in the moment of your crazy Christmas calendars to slow down and invest in someone's life and talk to them about Jesus? The world needs Christmas because it needs a Witness. And Jesus calls us his witness. Acts 1.8. You will be my witnesses. We share. We witness. We testify. Why? For the same reason John did. Look at this. So that through him all might believe. Come on. We share, we testify, we become a witness so that all may believe. Christmas is one of the biggest opportunities that God has given us as his church to point as many as we can to the light of the world, the giver of life, the author of hope. Church, we are God's plan. We are God's plan. Read the New Testament. We are God's plan to share the message of hope. And God is saying, hey, can I get a witness? Can, will someone testify of who I am? The, ne- the world needs Christmas. Because it needs a witness so that they can receive him. And that's the last point this morning. The world needs Christmas, so the world is able to receive him. Look at verse 9. Look at verse 9. we could finish this up. It says, the true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to which that was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent or nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. Verse 14, it says, the word became flesh, that's why we know it's Jesus, and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father full of grace and truth. Let's stop there again. God became man, word became flesh, but they did not receive him. God became man, word became flesh, but they did not receive him. Now when I think about Christmas, I don't think too many people reject Christmas I don't think too many people reject Christmas I would say that in the world that we live in at least in our western cultural society the world has completely embraced Christmas and we, we really embrace Christmas That's why I mean it's why it becomes so commercialized I mean come on what business does a little cash flow at the end of the year Black Friday woo, go in debt, sing 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 What person doesn't want a few extra days off? Who doesn't love Christmas cookies? Presents under a tree? Family gatherings? Give well, me that one's a little rough. <laughs> Church, the world doesn't reject Christmas. It rejects the Christ of it. One way through Jesus considered hate speech or false propaganda. Christmas is fine, but please, please leave Christ out of it. And that's why I love in in verse nine it says, the true light that gives light to everyone has come into the world. The true light. Man, we have a lot of false and fake lights in our world. Things that shine and like, woo-hoo, worship me. Woo-hoo, I give you what you want, baby. Look over here, ding, 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 infomercials on tvs They're no longer on TV right now, I don't think. I don't think. But infomercials used to be a big thing when our kids were young. And Riley would be coming running out when he was a little kid. Like, hey, Dad, Mom, we need the Flowbee. like, bee? you to your vacuum cleaner you and it sucks it all off. You need that. There's a lot of things in this world. Oh, he's going to kill me that I shared that. Um, there's a lot of things in this world that just takes our eyes. Look at this, look at this light, this light, this light. The scripture says Jesus is the true light. And one way through him is considered hate. Leave Jesus out of it. And this doesn't surprise me. And it shouldn't surprise you. Because we just read. That Jesus came to which was his own, his own did not receive him. See, the people that Jesus came to, that he was born into, was a Jewish nation. They knew the scriptures. They knew the Old Testament. They believed that the coming Messiah would come to save their people. They trusted in God to fulfill his promise. That he would send the one who would change everything. But when Jesus stepped on the scene, when he started proclaiming who he was and why he came, all bets are off. They didn't receive him. They rejected him. And that rejection has been echoing for generations, for the past 2,000 years. The world needs Christmas because the world needs to receive its Savior. In Jesus, the broken world and the broken souls turns things upside down. In Jesus, sin is destroyed, grace is restored. And one day, Jesus, when he's coming back, put everything back the way it was supposed to be. Perfection. See, the world needs Christmas because the world needs to receive Jesus. And maybe... That's what you need. Maybe that's what you need to hear today. Maybe you came because you were invited by a friend or a family member. You may just say, thank you, friend. Thank you, family member. Continue to invite people to come. Maybe you came because you were a vendor at our Christmas in our Hometown event. Maybe you came because you received an invite to come back at some point. I, I don't know why you're here, but God does. Maybe you just woke up and said, hey, I'm going to go to church. But maybe you just needed to hear the truth about Jesus Christ this morning for you to see for yourself that you need Christmas because you need to receive him. Look at this, John chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. It says, for God so loved the world. He so loved the what? Okay, there we go. That he gave his only one and son, that whoever believes him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the what? To condemn the what? But to save the what? Through him. And maybe today is that day that you see Christmas for truly for what it is and you receive the savior in your life. You're in the world. You're part of the world. God loves you. And he sent his son for you. Maybe today's the day you need to receive Jesus. God so loved the world that He sent His Son Christmas to come and die for your sin and defeat death Easter so you could receive Him. There is no better gift that you can receive. In a season that's all about Him. What a great truth for us. Truth for us this morning that God needed Christmas, yes. But the world needs Christmas. Christmas, the church is to be a light to the world. Christians are to be a witness to testify to the truth that the world needs to receive him. We proclaim the world receives and God saves. I don't think there's any doubt that the world needs Christmas. So I'll say it again and I'll ask again. Can God get a witness. Amen. This morning, we're going to take an opportunity to step back and reflect on all that God has done and all that Jesus has done for us. That leads us to this time of communion, a time of remembrance. You know why Jesus came. They talked about it there in our worship part of it. Worship part of our service continuing focusing up why Jesus came. And we're going to be taking communion that Jesus came to live the perfect life. He died on the cross for the sins of all humanity. He conquered death. And those of us who have a relationship with him, that we surrendered our lives. He is the Lord of our life. Jesus put this in place as a remembrance of that truth. And it's called Communion. And he says, do this in remembrance of me. So we come up and take communion. You're going to be standing up in a few minutes. You're going to be enter, exiting from your right and returning to your left. Right now, I'm going to invite our elder team to come forward to serve communion. And I'm going to invite our prayer team to go to the back. And here's where you're going to be challenged this morning, Church. If you're here and you accepted Jesus Christ and you want to remember what he has done for you, you're gonna come forward. But if you're in this room and you do not have a relationship with Jesus yet, you can't remember what you have not accepted. So I'm gonna encourage you to step in the back and accept Jesus. While everybody's coming forward, you go back. They're receiving a gift of remembrance. You receive the gift of eternal life. We just talked about it. The world needs the light. You need the light. The world needs to be witnessed. We're witnessing to you right now. The world needs to receive their it's Time for you to do just that. you know, Paul writes about this. He says, for what I received from the Lord, I also took, I pass on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took the bread and we had given thanks. He broke it and he said, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In a few moments, you're gonna be coming up and you're gonna be partaking a cracker. The cracker represents Jesus' broken body, what he has done for you. And we remember that and we thank him for it and we praise him for it. It says that later on in the same way, after supper he took the cup, saying this cup is a new covenant, my blood. Do this whenever you drink it and remember it's for me. For when you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. You'll be taking some juice. The juice represents Jesus' blood poured out our sin. Sin is to sacrifice. Blood need to be shed. And Jesus says, I will do it for you willingly. So as we come up, we remember the price that was paid to give us life. He says, so then whoever eats this bread and drinks this cup in an unworthy manner will be guilty of sinning against the body and blood of Jesus. So as before you come up, I'm gonna step back and I'm gonna give you an opportunity to be silent before your Lord and make sure you have things right with him. Maybe a time to confess that sin that you've been holding on to. Make it right with someone in the church that you're separated from. to ask us to rise. Again, you'll be exiting from the right of your row and coming up and returning to your left. And those of you who are ready to surrender and accept the truth of Christmas in your life today, I want to encourage you as they start coming forward that you go back. Our prayer team is back there for that purpose, to help you walk through Step in the threshold of from death to life in Jesus Christ. Come on up. As we bring our time to close in prayer, to remind you that we do have our prayer team in the back. Maybe you're like, oh, everybody's going forward. I don't want to go back. They're going to look at me. Now everybody's going to be leaving. We're all going to the back. So you can just catch them on your way out. And also, if you need, there's things in your life that you want to be prayed for. We want to pray with you. We believe in the power of prayer. We want to walk beside you no matter what you're dealing with in life and lift you up before the Lord of creation himself. So would you join me in prayer? Father, we thank you this morning. Thank you for the church. We thank you for your love. We thank you for Jesus. The author and perfecter of our faith. The light and hope of the world. Thank you for the challenge of being called to be a witness. God, this season is all about you and your son. That he is the word. He is God. He came with a great purpose to save humanity from that sin. Today we remember that what he did and how he conquered the grave, so we can have life. We can conquer the grave and be with you for all eternity. So God, as we celebrate, as we testify, is to bring you the praise that you deserve, and only one who deserves. We are your church, we are your body. Strengthen us, empower us, and give us the courage to tell someone about you today. It's in your holy name that I pray. Amen. God bless, church. Have an amazing week.